feel like there are so many people, there's so many people doing what you want to do. I feel like there's enough fish in the sea, there's enough pie to go around for everyone. So even in a saturated market, there is a client for everybody. much of a numbers person, but I read a nice stat the other day. According to the Small Enterprise Development Agency, 72% of micro-enterprises and 40% of small enterprises in South Africa are currently owned by women. Apparently that's a growing number, which is very encouraging. But in conversation with a few friends who've got ideas for starting new businesses, these are some of the reasons that keep coming up for why that number isn't growing faster. I have to pay off my bond or my car or my debt first. I'm the breadwinner, so I need a stable job. I don't have the seed capital to start a business. And then this heartbreaking one. I don't think I could handle the disappointment if it doesn't work out. Yikes. Hey there, I'm Navelia Malloy and you're listening to Hungry Women at Work, the show for the woman who wants to thrive at work without losing her soul. The guest on today's show is Rizane Desai, a woman who's part of that growing stat of women-owned small enterprises. Now, with no daddy trust fund to kickstart her, with no fallback option, she decided to pursue her passion and leave behind a career that was bringing in some money but draining her soul. That makes her pretty remarkable in my books. She, on the other hand, was very reluctant to even be featured on the show. When I invited her a few months ago, she said, no ways, the women you feature on there are awesome and they're doing such fantastic things with their lives. I am only working for myself and I can't even say I'm successful yet. Now, doesn't that sound so familiar? We as women are so quick to throw shade on ourselves or to undermine our roles and achievements. What can I offer the world? We say, I'm just a single mom. I'm not well known. I don't have a university degree. Or I'm only a stay-home mom. And on and on and on. Now one of my hopes is that through Hungry Women at Work, we'll help to turn those self-defeating mindsets on their heads. The aim of this show is not to only feature Fortune 500 or very famous or high-earning women. It was Helen Keller, the first deaf-blind person to earn a Bachelor of Arts degree, who said, The world is moved along, not by the mighty shoves of its heroes, but also by the aggregates of tiny pushes of each honest worker. I want to talk to you, honest worker, who's been given that promotion with no increase, yet you're still diligent at your job. I want to talk to you, mama, who hasn't had time to eat today because you've been running after kids and keeping your house intact. I want to talk to you, the one who started your own side hustle with no guarantee of success. The world is moved along by people like you. Am I preaching today? Come on, somebody. I can hear Priscilla Shire up in my head. <laughs> Now, before I get too carried away, here's my telephonic interview with Rezane, a wedding portrait and lifestyle photographer in Cape Town, but with definite goals of going international. 
Yes, girl, you go. Now, she may not yet be on the Fortune 500 list, but she's earned my respect by starting something with very little capital and resources, but a whole lot of passion. Take a listen. Hello, Rosane, and welcome to Hungry Women at Work. Thank you for joining us on the line from your studio in Cape Town. Thank you so much for having me. It is good to be with you guys after I've heard so many wonderful things about this program. Thanks. I'm really glad to hear that. I hope you've liked us on Instagram because you've got an incredible Instagram following. So hopefully you've, um, you'll show us some love on your Instagram page. Definitely will do that. <laughs> so, Rizane, you left behind a very promising career in accounting and finance and possibly a very good income earning potential for yourself in order to pursue your passion, which is photography. Why did you do that? Well, at the time, I didn't know that it was my passion and because I didn't know what I wanted to do. You kind of listen to the voice of the world. And having said that, I decided to do what my brother asked me to do. He was like, study something exciting, something that will bring in a lot of money like accounting. And I did that. And I don't regret it because it is definitely something to fall back on. But working in the industry and coming from a school where we didn't have job shadowing possibilities, I didn't know what I was letting myself in for. So working in the industry definitely showed me that this is not what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. And with that, having so much time on my hands, I decided to just explore the world of photography. Sure. Sounds like a nice brother, hey? <laughs> Very influential <laughs> beginning in your life. So, I mean, it's quite a radical shift from... Um, something in the finance field to something that some people say is more of a hobby than a genuine career. So was the decision well received by your family and friends? Um, if not, what encouraged you to keep pushing through? I must say that my parents were very supportive from the beginning. So having worked in the bookkeeping field at the time, I would spend like half of my salary buying various parts of camera equipment, not knowing what the purpose of it was, but <laughs> hey, there I was buying random pieces of equipment because it made me look professional. Nice. <laughs> and my parents were very supportive about that. My mom obviously got to a point where she was like, I think you need to take a break now, give your salary a break and just, you know, <laughs> use what you have. So it was definitely well received for my family and they've been nothing but supportive till today. And that, I'm sure, makes the world of difference when you're starting something from the ground up. Because what I do know about your story was that um, in as much as your family might have supported you in the concept, you didn't exactly have a trust fund from mom or dad that helped you set up your business, correct? That is correct. <laughs> so, but you have now been running your own business for six years. How easy was it setting something up and building from the ground up? It definitely was not easy. I needed to work in what I didn't want to do for 
a few years in order to, you know, gain capital and buy what I could. But having the mom that I have, I must say she's been a pillar of strength throughout this whole journey. And she supported me to the point where eventually when I needed to get a professional full-frame camera, she was willing to take out a loan so that I could just, you know, get that bit of a head start. She's even been so awesome to pay the loan up until today. Wow. And she has really been nothing but a pillar of strength and helped me. So I do joke about and I tell her that she does own half of the business, basically. <laughs> but yeah, she, I guess everything he says after, you know, should I die one day, she'll inherit all of my <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> That's really brilliant. So she was really your your first angel investor. Definitely. Definitely she is still today. Sure. What what were some of the obstacles um along the way? What were some of the challenges in in setting up your own thing and starting your own thing? Um that there there wasn't always business and being coming from it being a saturated market, there there really is a lot of photographers very close to home where I stay. So there's not always jobs or there's way too many photographers. And there's obviously jobs that you want to be able to take on, but you don't have the correct equipment to be able to do that. Right. I understand. And and what what three things do you wish someone had told you? Um, about starting your own business? What do you, looking back now, wish that you knew then? Just say yes. Even if you don't know how to do it, you can learn how to do it later on. Um, Be willing to just take any and every job you can because there's a lesson to be learned in each one of that. And just keep pushing through. Like, even when days are tough and you feel like I'll just keep going. Sure. And what, what would you say to that woman out there now who's really considering a serious career change, but she feels like she just doesn't have what it takes. She doesn't have the resources. Um, she doesn't have the support structure. She's got the passion. She really wants to move, but she feels a bit paralyzed by not having everything that she needs. What would you say to her to, to her right now? I would definitely say that my faith plays a big role and their faith would play a big role in it. Um, I would not be where I am today if it was not for God leading me to be where I am today. So I would definitely say consult God, listen to him. If he says get out of the boat and walk on water, do it. Because had I known this earlier, I would have definitely started this journey way back. But God's time is perfect and if he calls you to do it, he's definitely going to see you through it. I really like what you're saying there. So get out and walk on water because I think that's the scariest part right there, right? Is having the the faith to get out of the boat, to get out of the comfort zone and, and to actually do the things that you're really feeling called to do. I know you spoke earlier about um, uh, that the attitudes um, that are needed um, to start your own business, but were there any... What are some of the key practical things that you would share with others in terms of starting up your own thing um, mindset-wise and just in terms of uh, best practice with 
logistics and getting your business registered, those kinds of things. Any advice in that regard? I definitely think that you can get stuck in a mode of thinking that you, because you work for yourself, you can work whenever you want. You don't always need to be working. But I think that working for yourself, you need to work even harder than if you're working for a boss, for example. So you need to decide and set goals for yourself, you know, whether it be like an amount of shoots or weddings that you'd like to do for the month or for the year, or if money is your goal, then how much money you'd like to make for the month or for the year. But definitely set goals for yourself and targets for yourself as to where you'd like to be. Um, Long-term goals, definitely do that as well. And then also decide when works best for you, if you work better in the morning or if you work better in the evening. Um, definitely work during that time, but also don't just sit and be idle the, the rest of the time. I feel like being self-employed, you always have something to do. There's always work to be done. I like what you said there because, I mean, as a co-business owner myself, I know th- that's the truth. Eh? You really always have something to do. There's just no, <laughs> there's no day for slacking. There's no sick day. <laughs> None of that. So <laughs> what, are, what are some of the principles um, and values that you've built your business on or that you believe are good practices for building a soulful business on? I'm definitely proud of myself on always being on time. Um, Whenever it comes to business, I might not be as good with that socially, but when it comes to business, I'm either early or I'm on time. And then definitely just running an honest business. You know, I feel that um, there's enough dishonesty in the world out there. And I do not want to add to that. So I definitely always try to be as honest as possible. I check that my clients are happy. So I I don't feel that I just want to be like, okay, you paid me for a service. I delivered the service. There you go. I definitely pride myself on making sure that I have happy clients. Because happy clients equals comeback clients. And (laughs) they are the ones that definitely keep your business afloat sometimes. Brilliant. Happy clients equals comeback clients. I like that. Um, What's it like being a woman in photography? Are there any specific challenges that you face um, being female in this industry um, and and how do you overcome them? There are challenges like you'd want to be able to carry as much equipment as the male photographer. So you want to be able to have all those external lights and stands and be able to carry all that heavy equipment around. But as a female, it's not always possible. Um, So there are challenges, but I think that there are ways to work around it. So you could either get help or you could just find another way of shooting without all the heavy equipment. I think it's just deciding what's best for you and what you like and going with that. Brilliant. You were also quite young when you started your own business. Um, Advice to young people in South Africa right now, um, I mean, we, you, you know that we have a huge problem with unemployment in the country. Uh, what advice would you give to the young person who maybe is feeling at their wit's end, not being able to find a job opportunity or maybe even considering starting their own thing? Oh, definitely say find your passion. I've realized that you spend about 80 to 90% of your life in your workplace. So if you're not happy or even if you are in the workplace and it's not entirely what you want to do, start working on that sideline 
hustle or whatever it is that you feel happy doing and um, push for it and even if you feel like there are so many people there's so many people doing what you want to do I feel like there's enough fish in the sea there's enough pie to go around for everyone so even in a saturated market there is a client for everybody mm, I like that a lot I really like that a lot someone needs what you have basically awesome good words very good words. Uh, one of the phrases I know um, you associate with is having faith when you can't see the next step. Um, and you've mentioned earlier yeah. your faith is a, a crucial part of your life and in how you keep your soul in check. But as a young working professional, what are some of the things that you do or what are some of the practices that help you keep your soul in check as a woman who's trying to thrive definitely just having quiet time taking a step back especially when you're feeling overwhelmed and either overwhelmed because of a lack of work or overwhelmed because of too much work it's definitely just taking a step back and speaking to the father or turning on a good song that really just helps you remember who you are and whose you are and that definitely helps me just to keep my soul centered and realize that I'm not doing this on my own but that I've been called with a greater purpose. Hmm. Powerful. I like that a lot. I'm not doing this on my own, and I've been called to a greater purpose. So on to a section now that we call rapid-fire questions. I'm just going to throw some questions at you, and you will give me the first answer that comes to mind. Are you ready? I am. <laughs> a song that always gets you through the day. Uh, the Rooftops by Jesus Culture. A book that's changed the way you think about work. Big Magic by Elizabeth Kilbert. A gadget or app that helps you work smarter. I'm not sure whether it's a gadget or an app, but definitely Google Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> your advice to your younger self. Start saving as soon as you start earning money. Hmm, that's good. Three things that keep you centered. Definitely my faith, time with my parents, and definitely coming home to my kittens. <laughs> One thing you do to overcome distraction. Um, put on music. Your advice to younger working women. Um, do the small, mundane, trivial tasks, no matter how boring they may seem, they definitely build character. Your advice to senior women leaders? Um, the younger generation of women are always looking up to you, so try to always walk with dignity. Powerful words. Rizane, I know that you are currently based in Cape Town, but you are looking to have global and international reach so where can people get hold of you where can they follow you they can find me on my website which is www.rezainedesai.co.za they can find me on instagram um, at rezain underscore desai underscore photography or on facebook as rezain desai photography Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing some of the wisdom 
with us today. I'm sure you've inspired the woman who's really looking to start her own gig. Um, and we wish you all the best as you take your business from local to global. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Today's listener question actually comes from a series of questions from different listeners and also some friends I've talked to on the topic of starting your own business. The question usually goes along these lines. I really want to start my own thing, but I'm just not that well networked. How do I go about getting funding? Now, I found an article on Entrepreneur Mag that listed a number of funds specifically aimed at funding women enterprise in South Africa. Get a pen right now and write them down. Are you ready? Here go funds that are aimed at funding women-owned business. The Isivande Women's Fund. Women Entrepreneurial Fund. Business Partners Women in Business Fund. IDF Managers Funding. Enablers Acceleration Fund. The National Empowerment Fund. ABSA Women Empowerment Fund. And apparently there are quite a few others. So if you want to find out more about those funds, go to entrepreneurmag.co.za and get those applications in right now. Now, some of our regular listeners have noticed that our episodes are no longer coming out as frequently as before. Thank you to those of you who've noticed and have taken the time to ask why. I mean, you are already so busy. I really, really am so humbled that you take time to listen and even send in questions. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. So instead of producing weekly episodes, we will now be moving to episodes every fortnight which will typically air on every alternate Saturday afternoon or evening. The decision to change the frequency is honestly due to numbers. This show is a passion project for me and currently we don't have a sponsor for the show and producing a quality show takes time and a bit of resources. So I have to dedicate most of my week to my income earners the job that actually brings in the money. It's junk, I know. But if you or someone you know is keen to sponsor Hungry Women at Work, please do let me know. I'll also be taking my own advice and checking out the funds for women that I mentioned earlier. And who knows, we may be back to weekly episodes again soon. But to make sure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to Hungry Women at Work on iTunes, SoundCloud, Iono FM or Player FM. Keep talking to us on Instagram at Hungry Woman at Work or send us a message on WhatsApp on plus two seven six zero nine two one six nine seven seven. I have so enjoyed hearing all your comments and questions on the platforms, so keep them coming in. Till next time, keep thriving at work without losing your soul. <laughs>